RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirovsky. The headlines. A specialist in respiratory medicine wants social distancing rules to stay in place until it's clear that the Omicron outbreak is on the wane. Four doctors who treated a man who tested preliminary positive for COVID after a traffic accident have also been sent to quarantine. And the British royal family says Prince Andrew will lose his military title and patronages. A specialist in respiratory medicine says the existing social distancing rules should be extended because more time is needed to assess whether the coronavirus situation is improving. Dr. Long Chi Chu said people should continue to stay at home as much as possible and avoid visiting high-risk places to prevent a super-spreading event. Bars and entertainment venues have been ordered to shut and a ban on dine-in services at restaurants in the evening is in place until Thursday next week. Dr. Leung warned that there could still be silent transmission of the Omicron coronavirus variant in the community. We did not find a rapid increase in the case. That's not necessarily mean that there are a lot of silent transmission within the community. One of the major hurdles in Hong Kong is we have not been able to uh, find this silent transmission very effectively. We need to ask our citizens to try to stay at home as much as possible so that we can decrease source family transmission. That will allow us time, I think, to find out uh, the case within our community by screening uh, those uh, who either have risk factors or those uh, who have uh, minor symptoms. Four doctors who treated a man who tested preliminary positive for COVID after being involved in a traffic accident were sent to quarantine yesterday. Three patients who were in the same cubicle at an intensive care unit have also been moved to isolation wards. Steve Dunthorne has details. The 29-year-old man, a construction worker and food delivery rider, was taken to the Accident and Emergency Department at Alice Home Yuling Nethersole Hospital on Wednesday evening before being transferred to Prince of Wales Hospital and moved to intensive care later that night. A COVID test, taken on admission, later turned out to be positive. A spokesperson for the Hospital Authority's New Territories East group said tests had been carried out on 11 patients who were on the same ICU ward. All came back negative, but three patients who were treated in the same cubicle were sent to isolation. The spokesperson said staff didn't carry out any high-risk procedures on the man except taking throat and nose swabs for the COVID test. All staff wore full protective equipment and 43 staff members who provided care for the patient have tested negative. Four Prince of Wales doctors who examined the patient while he was maskless were classified as close contacts and have been sent to quarantine. The spokesperson said thorough cleansing and disinfection had been conducted at areas where the patient stayed and both hospitals will continue to closely monitor the health condition of staff and patients and communicate with the Centre for Health Protection on the latest situation. At a press conference earlier yesterday, the Centre for Health Protection's Dr Chuang Shuk Kwan said the driver had a low viral load and subsequently tested negative. Separately, health officials say they have completed compulsory testing of a building in Cheung Kwan Oh. They said testing at Block 6 on Ning Garden started at about 7 a.m. and the records of about 430 people were checked. They said 11 people were issued with compulsory testing orders after failing to comply with the original order. 
Five men were arrested after the customs seized 35 tons of suspected smuggled frozen meat in the waters off southwest Lantau yesterday. Officials say the meat included organs like pig maw and tripe worth $5.2 million. They say demand has risen ahead of Chinese New Year. Officers said the vessel was about to transfer the meat to a speedboat with a boom arm, just half a nautical mile or less than a kilometer from the boundary of the SAR. But the speedboat fled into mainland waters. The British royal family has announced that Queen Elizabeth's second son, Prince Andrew, is to lose his military title and patronages. He faces a civil case in the United States over claims of sexual assault. The BBC's Daniela Ralph reports. The statement from Buckingham Palace is short, stark and issued with the approval and agreement of the Queen. The Duke of York's military affiliations and royal patronages have been removed. In terms of public duties, they now stop for good. As he is no longer a working royal, he will not use the style His Royal Highness in any official capacity. And in terms of the civil legal proceedings being brought against him... Buckingham Palace say he is defending them as a private citizen, drawing a clear line between the royal family and the court case in the United States. For the first time, the U.S. Justice Department has brought sedition charges in connection with the storming of the Capitol building in Washington last January. The founder of a far-right militia, the Oath Keepers, has been charged with seditious conspiracy, along with 10 others. The BBC's Barbara Plett Usher reports. More than 725 people have been charged with various crimes in connection to the Capitol Hill riot, but this is the most serious indictment yet. It's alleged that those members of the Oath Keepers militia who went into the Capitol building operated in two teams that targeted different areas, and that two quick reaction forces carrying guns stood by outside. The group's founder, Stuart Rhodes, did not enter the building, but he is accused of helping to put the violence into motion. He has denied there was a plan to storm the Capitol and has said that members who did so went rogue. The Congressional Committee investigating the attack on the U.S. Capitol last year has subpoenaed records from YouTube, Facebook, Twitter and Reddit that would detail the use of social media in the attack. Benny Thompson, chairman of the House Select January 6th Committee, said the records could help explain how the spread of misinformation and violent extremism contributed to the violent attack on U.S. democracy. Mr. Thompson said the companies had not responded adequately to to requests for information to help in its investigation. The subpoenas were sent to YouTube parent Alphabet and Facebook parent Meta, also to Twitter and Reddit. The U.S. Supreme Court has blocked President Biden's plans to make either COVID vaccinations or weekly testing compulsory at companies that employ more than 100 people. In a divided ruling, the six conservative justices on the court decided against the strategy. But the court has approved the vaccine mandate for healthcare workers at government-funded facilities. The White House spokesperson, Jen Psaki, said employers could still tell employees they had to get a jab. The Supreme Court's decision on the OSHA mandate essentially means that in in this pandemic, it is up to individual employers to determine whether their workplaces will be safe for employees and whether their businesses will be safe for consumers. Uh, So President Biden, you'll see this in his statement, uh, will be calling on and will continue to call on businesses to immediately join those those who have already stepped up, including one-third of Fortune 100 companies uh, to institute vaccination requirements to protect their workers, customers, and communities. 
There have been further allegations of parties at the British Prime Minister's residence, Downing Street, that would have breached coronavirus rules. The Daily Telegraph newspaper reported that the events took place last April, the night before Prince Philip's funeral. The BBC's Ione Wells has more. Most people in the UK are familiar with the stark image of the Queen mourning her husband alone on the day of his funeral. Restrictions at the time still banned indoor mixing between different households. Fresh revelations that Downing Street staff held two leaving parties the evening before have led to fresh scrutiny of the Prime Minister. The Telegraph reports the gatherings were attended by around 30 people who were drinking alcohol and dancing until the early hours. Labour's deputy leader Angela Rayner said she had no words for the culture at number 10. Scientists have found a huge area of ice fish nests stretching across 240 square kilometres of the Antarctic sea floor. They believe the colony at the bottom of the Weddell Sea could contain 60 million nests. The BBC's Will Leonardo reports. The researchers stumbled upon the ice fish nests by chance last year when using a towed camera to track deep-sea habitats. What they found came as a huge surprise. They were expecting the normal Antarctic seafloor, but instead said they saw nothing but fish for hours as the camera passed over. Previously, only 60 nests had been spotted in one colony. The researchers said the discovery showed how little we know of the deep sea. Ice fish have long fascinated scientists for their unique adaptations to their cold environment. They have transparent blood that's less likely to freeze and no scales to better absorb oxygen. Chinese exports surged last year, lifted by solid global demand as countries reopened, lifting China's overall trade surplus to a record high. Vicky Wong has more. New customs figures show that the world's second biggest economy rebounded from the coronavirus last year, allowing factories to resume operating and feed global appetite for electronics and medical supplies. That led to a 29.9% spike in exports last year, helping to push the annual trade surplus to 676 billion US dollars. A customs spokesman said the surge came on the back of a rise in shipments of mechanical and electronic products. Imports increased 30.1% last year. For December, exports rose 20.9%, which was largely in line with expectations, but imports rose 19.5%, which was less than expected. China's trade surplus with the United States widened 25% last year to 396.6 billion US dollars. Prosecutors in Germany have brought their first charges linked to the collapse nearly two years ago of the financial firm Wirecard. The man who hasn't been named has been accused of money laundering and embezzling 25 million U.S. dollars. The chief executive, Marcus Brown, has been detained for 18 months. He denies wrongdoing. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 24,203. That's 224 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $65 billion. In currency, the U.S. dollar is buying 113.75 yen. The euro stands at 1 U.S. dollar and 14 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 68 cents to sport. And we start with football's English League Cup, where Liverpool were frustrated by 10-man Arsenal at Enfield. Arsenal have achieved an absolutely incredible result. Their players are flat out on their feet because this has been an extremely positive result and performance. And it's maybe advantage Arsenal now going into that return leg, nil-nil. The Gunners played more than an hour of their semi-final first leg with 10 men after a red card to Granite Saka 
but the hosts failed to take advantage and the game ended without a goal. Here's the former Premier League player, Dion Dublin. Brilliant from Arsenal, you have to tip your hat. They just did what they needed to do. I just believe that the organisation and the, and the talk and the, and the uh, information they were passing to each other, Arsenal just got them through it. They were keeping each other concentrated. Liverpool just didn't have that spark in the final third to trouble Ramsdale. The only chance, the big chance, Minamino over the bar. Athletic Bilbao will face Real Madrid on Sunday in the final of the Spanish Super Cup being played in Saudi Arabia. Bilbao progressed after beating Atletico 2-0. And in the Coppa Italia, Fiorentina scored three goals in extra time to beat Napoli 5-2. AC Milan also needed extra time to get past Genoa. 3-1 at the San Siro. The Africa Cup of Nations hosts Cameroon have booked their place in the knockout stages. The five-time champions made it two wins out of two by beating Ethiopia 4-1. The BBC's Vitui Ayun was watching. It was a very good and strong performance from the indomitable Lions, but it didn't start that well for them, actually. Just like they were surprised against Burkina Faso in their first game, again, this time, their opponents were the ones who, who opened the score. After only four minutes, Dawa Otesa silenced the host as he beat Andre Onana and find the net following a long pass from uh, Emmanuel Gebremichael. It didn't take long, though, for the Cameroonians to react. Only four minutes later, Totoe can be equalized with a great header. Both teams went uh, to the dressing room 1-1. When they came back, Captain Vincent Boubacar scored twice to give uh, the lead to the Lions in the first 10 minutes of the second half. And Totoe can be added another one to make it 4-1 for Cameroon. In the same group, Burkina Faso were 1-0 winners over Cape Verde. A British parliamentary report has suggested that public funding should be withheld from English cricket if it fails to combat racism in the sport. The Digital Culture, Media and Sports Select Committee called for the England and Wales Cricket Board to provide updates on its progress in tackling discrimination. BBC's Dan Rowan reports. The committee began an inquiry after Yorkshire sparked outrage by taking no disciplinary action despite finding that Azim Rafiq had experienced racial harassment at the county. The MPs praised the former player for highlighting a wider problem in the sport. The report says attempts to discredit the whistleblower in the media showed cricket faced a long and difficult road. It's evident, the committee concluded, that there's a deep-seated issue of racism. Cricket and England captain Joe Root won the toss and chose to bowl in the fifth and final Ashes test at Hobart's Oval. The tourists who are down there, who are down 3-0 in the five-test series, made five changes from the side that fought out a tense draw in Sydney last week. The toss was delayed for 30 minutes after light rain. A short time ago, Australia were on two for none. And to end the news... uh Top stories once again. Specialist in respiratory medicine wants social distancing rules to stay in place. Four doctors who treated a man who tested preliminary positive for COVID have been sent to quarantine. And the British royal family says Prince Andrew will lose his military title and patronages. That's the news from RTHK.
afternoon and welcome to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday afternoon. Friday the 14th of January is today's date. Big thanks to Phil Whelan for the morning brew and also to the newsroom team. We've got a busy program for you this Friday afternoon. To start the program, we'll be chatting to Iris Chang, who is the president of the Practicing Pharmacist Association of Hong Kong. They've just launched a new online platform to deliver medication to those in need. So we'll be hearing more about that from Iris in about 10 minutes or so. Feel free to weigh in. Feel free to join us. 123show at rthk.hk is the email address. You can also find me on Facebook, Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. And after the 2 o'clock news, our Radio 3 intern, Abby Sher, explores how people's mental health is being affected by quarantine. She talks to John Yip, who is currently, uh, who's had his 21 uh, days experience, and she also speaks with clinical advisor, Dr. Hannah Sugarman.